Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 119 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is half-year check-in. How are we doing? Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, who, my co-host, <laughs> my co-host, I'm going to call you my co-host from now on. Um, the East Coast. Yeah, she never does anything by halves. TB Markinson, hello TB, how are you today? Feeling very coastal. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I'm just coasting through life. I'm the relaxed one, coasting. <laughs> Why say co-host when you can say coast? That's it. You're my coast from now on. <laughs> yeah, we should we should start a podcast trend. You don't say co-host anymore. It's a coast. Yeah. Yeah. So much easier. Yeah. All right. So yeah, things here are, are pretty good. I'm still uh, chugging along with uh, Miranda McLeod on our co-write. It's been a fun collaboration and lots of giggles. She's able to talk me off the ledge pretty easily with a, a nicely placed joke, so that's always good. I've been working on the next Lizzie book. I had to put the JJ book way back on the back burner. Um, I think that was one one of the reasons I was re- experiencing so much resistance because I was not in the right mind frame uh, mind frame to write that one. So I just had to shift some things around <laughs> to free my brain a bit because um you can try and force something out that's gonna be shite or you can realize that it's not gonna work and go on to something else but i've been having i've been struggling with the lizzie book because this will be book nine in the series and so it has a long arc obviously there's a lot that has happened from the first book to now and i'm trying to um refresh my memory on the major things i know i'll forget some things and it I remember a few years ago, I was listening to Anne Cleave, a British author. I don't know if you know her. She, well, actually, you kind of know her because she's the one that wrote the Shetland books, the the Shetland series. Can I get it? Can I get a Scottish murder? The Shetland series. Oh, the murder, murder. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, obviously, we got the train up to Scotland, uh, and that's you know for a very Agatha Christie on a train, isn't it? Murder. So uh, there was no murder. Uh, there was gin and tonic, but no murder. <laughs> well, that's, that's probably the best outcome for like actual life. But um, I, I went listen to her speak because uh, she's one of my favorites. She was talking about a different series she wrote, her Vera series, which also has a TV show on that one. Oh as yeah, well. I know, I know Vera. Yeah, well, only from yeah. the TV show. Yeah. But it was funny because she was like talking about Vera's like backstory. And, she, and Vera's mother died and she and then Cleve says it depends on what book you read she either died when she was like three or seven I'm not sure <laughs> because she switched it up in the books and I was like okay she's an experienced writer and she does the same things we do so I think we all fuck up our backstories on our characters because it's so hard to keep track of everything it is it is I, I mean I... we have character bibles but how detailed can they be and also you have to remember to look at them uh, and fill them in because one thing I did in, in my London series, you know, I've uh, big London dreams is is heading for the uh, heading for the launch line, but my editor who also did the last one, Hot London Nights, the two lead characters in Big London Dreams were in, introduced in Hot London Nights, and one of them had green eyes in Hot London Nights, and then when she looks into her eyes in Big London Dreams, they're blue. <laughs> it is sixty years later, but she's like. I don't think eye colour changes. Maybe hair colour does, but eye colour doesn't. I was like, no, you're right. Well, good good pickup. 
Yeah, hair color definitely changes because mine is more gray these days. Mm. I've decided just to let it go gray. Um, on the audiobook front, I just clicked approve on the date. So that's in the final step before publication. And Ella Lynch, who narrated the setup, did a fantastic job. Maybe by the time this episode goes out, the date will be live. Who knows? Time, the mysteries of time travel. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't. <laughs> Keeps life exciting, doesn't it? Oh my gosh. I never know what's going to happen. And fun news, I recently, uh, after I think I shared uh, last week about my uh, my my kitchen ceiling disaster, which was kind of stressful and annoying and I lost power and everything, and I was like, fuck it, can't really do much because <laughs> I don't have internet or anything. So I went away for a few days. I just picked up and left. I went through like a central mass area, and I know there's a specific name for this, but I can't remember. I'm really bad about knowing if I'm coming or going. I never know what city I'm standing in. I never know anything. And also, I'm like in this part of Massachusetts, everything's like field. Like it's like Greenfield, Deerfield, Hatfield. Like it's just. And then there'll be like a random one where it was like Florence. So I'm like, well, that's not a field. You changed it. There's a hat. There's a field of hats. Apparently. No. Oh. Apparently. Yeah. That's and exciting. Apparently, a field of deer. Hmm. And apparently green fields. We're very clever here with our names. <laughs> so yeah, so I was traveling around and everything, and um, it was really nice to get out and about, especially after a stressful few days, and just to let maintenance take care of whatever they needed to take care of, to redo all the ceiling and everything. And since, you know, our COVID numbers are pretty low in Massachusetts, you won't believe this, but I ate inside restaurants. Oh, I'm proud of you. I was able to eavesdrop on conversations, so I might have gotten an idea or two for books. Good. I mean, obviously, eavesdropping on conversations is kind of vital for an author's toolkit, as long as you don't get caught and hit. Yes, no, that's right. <laughs> it might be awkward if like, you were like, go up to someone and be like, so how did you accidentally sleep with your brother's wife? I'm not sure. How does that happen? I need backstory. I need more. I need more. So it was, it was a nice spur of the moment. So what did you have for your first uh, meal out of a, a, a restaurant again? I'm curious. I'm in Massachusetts, so there's a lot of, like, seafood. I'm not a huge seafood fan, so um, I went to a seafood place with a friend, and I had a sandwich. What was <laughs> what was in the sandwich? Turkey, avocado, some kind of sauce. It was actually it was, it was a fancy sandwich. I also went to a very nice Italian restaurant of... I've been to a couple breweries, stuff like that. I, I've fully gone back into going to restaurants. Good. It's like I, I broke the seal, mm-hmm. and now it's just a flood. Yeah. It's, it's a bit like when we did, when we came out, restaurants were open. We were, like, there the first week, and then we're like, <laughs> let's go to restaurants. Honestly, I mean, restaurant, going to restaurants is something that my wife and I love doing, so it was a huge miss in lockdown. Yeah, I'm the same. I I love seeing friends. I've been able to catch up with friends, like, in person. Yeah. Uh, have meals, share beers, share laughs. It's been nice. That's how things are here. I'm just coasting through. How are things over there? So things over here, not going to lie, last week, uh, my wife and I had a couple of days where we were just a bit sad because, you know, getting back from holiday, we were just, we had the holiday blues. But this week, we've gone over it, and it, and it has made a difference to my momentum i suppose yeah with uh, writing now i think that you um, so big london dreams um is out with the arc team so that is uh just going through the process it's out on july the 28th so as a hard deadline because i had a pre-order on it before i went away i, th- I think you I don't know if you remember but i was writing a book i plotted it out fully 
but there was just something about it that I couldn't quite reconcile and there was a it was an issue with the first sort of 25% of it that I knew needed to be changed and so I just left it I, I think I wrote about 15 20,000 words of it and I just left it went on holiday had two ideas for new books on holiday came back and have started another one so I've ditched that one for now I'm not necessarily saying it's ditched forever but I just can't work out the issue I couldn't work it out and it was just annoying me so I had this other uh, idea while I was away it was actually a kernel of an idea that I had prior to going away just before so I've decided to set it in Scotland <laughs> so it's my first book in the Scottish Highlands hooray I've got a title so I now know what the cover, I'm going to get my July cover design. I remember I was panicking about that. So I've got a title for this one. I've, I, I spent a day in the library um, plotting it like a bastard. So I wasn't allowing myself to leave until I'd done it. So um, that's really good. And I'm sort of going through it. I'm writing 3,000 words a day and I am motoring along. So that's, that's good because uh, I've got an editing deadline uh, at the end of August. So I've got that in mind. But I'm aiming, hoping to get the first draft uh, knocked out in the next few weeks. So, so I'm quite pleased with how that's going. The other thing that I've been doing this week as well is having a look around for possible co-work space that I may need because our neighbours are going to have a big extension put on their, their house. And so there's going to be a lot of uh, banging and crashing and drilling and all that sort of thing. So um, I know that I want I, I need to carry on working, so I want to have the least interruptions possible so I've been I've been having a look at different workspaces and I'm trying to work out at the moment whether to just go fancy there's a really nice one that I can uh, get in Southwark which is like in a posh hotel and it's not too expensive I mean you know some people might consider it pricey but it's not too, not, not crazy pricey and you can just hire it by the day or by the month so I'm consi considering that there's a couple of other options so I've just been getting out and about this week uh, and looking at different workspaces I think as well maybe it might be quite nice to just change it up for a couple of months anyway but you know again this is just an obstacle right I'm not against our neighbours having an extension that they can do that if they like I'm just against noise what can I do I'm, I'm trying to get ahead of the game and trying to have it have the least interruption in my life because you know this new book's going well so I remember wasn't it last fall where we had to change our recording schedule because I had a construction project going on behind me yeah and road construction in the front and so we we had to record at the noon hour for a while because I, I knew all the workers were taking that hour off. We had to like cram in our episodes during that time. Yeah, so it's 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 a thing you do have to uh, take into account. So uh, when you say a shared workspace, like do you get a, a space all to yourself, or are you sitting at a desk with somebody? How clo how close are these shared workspaces? Well, this one that I was looking at was very. It's quite shishi. You know, they have like a yoga studio there. They've got very nice kitchens and it include the price includes snacks and tea and coffee and and stuff like that um it's got a very nice cafe just for members of the co-working space on the top floor it's got a, a balcony overlooking the thames and london their maximum sort of hot desk membership um they're not even at half that and they've they they were having six desks per per de six chairs sorry per desk down and at the moment they've only got three so they're double spacing at the moment because uh, I was talking to her about that because I wouldn't want to get I'm not sure I'd be that happy about doing a 
six down one side of the desk. Not because of COVID, just because it would be a bit tight, I think. If I'm only doing it for a couple of months, then hopefully, you know, the membership, it's, it's a fairly new space, so I think the membership is not up yet. Maybe in a year it will be, but at the moment, I think people are just feeling their way back in. We'll oh, see. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes. Is it, it's not WeWork are you doing, are you? But it's 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 in a hotel, so it's like a, like a big hotel brand, and they've just uh, got three floors of their hotel specifically for co-work. Uh, but there is another option, um, but I'm not sure that's going to be open in time. That's a cheaper option and nearer to me, so it would be better. But I'm going to go and try it out next week and see what I think. All right. So there we go. That's what's been going on with me. So comments, comment monitor, what you got? All right, we got a couple of emails. First up, Joe Havens, a fellow lesbian author. Uh, Joe has been enjoying the lesbians who write uh, episodes, and Joe, uh, Joe feels my pain about not being able being able to write right now because not in the writing zone. Uh, jo uses a trick to fool herself into uh, trying to write in different place every day, like um, going to the backyard or in a hammock or throwing a beanbag on the roof of a shed, stuff like that. So it's kind of like what you're going to try. I mean, I know you're not putting a beanbag on your roof. I might slide off. The, I'm sure that would really dull the noise you're trying to get away <laughs> from. <laughs> but, you know, in the uh, co-working space, so... Maybe that will help. Now that you ditched that one project, though, you don't need to really spur yourself. I kind of still do. And, you know, I could just go to the library. That's what I've been doing this week, uh, just to just to change up my um, situation. So I've been going to the library and going to cafes this week. Uh, so, so kind of getting back into the old routine. Um, and I could just do that. But I don't know. I think there's part of me that just wants to change it up for a couple of months and just see how this is. Because yeah. it, might, it might be something in the future that I do more uh, because I could see that. I could see that being a thing. Yeah, before COVID happened, I was I was considering um, trying like different cafes and everything around me to write. And I even bought, a, but I bought like a traveler, which is like a little lightweight computer, but it doesn't it doesn't have internet or anything. So the goal was, and okay. it has like a screen where I could sit outside and everything. So yeah. the goal was to like go to different places every day almost, and you know broaden my horizons and then COVID happened and this traveler's been sitting here like I haven't even opened it yet because there's no point <laughs> it hasn't been traveling is it the traveler no it's really no, sad no and I think I think Joe's uh has a good point like even though I didn't change up my work environment I changed up my work project I switched things up that way so you you do yeah. have to play these little games with your head if there's some type of resistance going to make it not want to just slam the door every time you try to write a word so thanks joe for that comment and also we have a comment from uh marita marita says thanks for everything that uh we do for lesbic and uh lesbic authors and lesbic readers uh marita finds a lot of inspiration and encouragement from our weekly podcast and uh, marita says we set a beautiful example of persevering and pivoting and thanks us so thank you very much for the lovely comment Yes, thank you very much. I love that. Persevering and pivoting. Yeah, and then I had a, just uh, someone reached out to me on Twitter because with our service we use, so when the podcast goes out to the different platforms, it's cut off at 100. So the people who want to go past, because I think right now we're at, this is episode 119. So the 19 episodes aren't going to be on that platform because of space and everything. But all of the episodes are still on our website. Um, so if you go to the so the homepage, it has like episode one, 
So, um, but if you go to the tab where it says uh, LWW episodes, all of the episodes are there. So you can still listen to the episodes. Um, but unfortunately, with all the storage and everything, we can't have every single episode on Apple or what are the uh, Podbean and stuff like that. So, but they are all on the website. So you won't miss out. You just have to do a little uh, sleuthing to find the episodes because you ha- or go back really a lot of the far pages so i would just type in all the episodes are numbered so if you just type in lww1 lww2 so if you're on apple you can't get our new episodes no you can get the new episodes but if you want to go to episode one you have to go to the website because they Ah. only store a hundred of them i see so you can get the newest ones right you can get the newest ones right but but getting the oldest ones you have to go to the website right Gotcha. And those old ones, they're gold. Absolute gold. Oh, every episode, every, every, every episode, episode is gold. So let's get on to the topic of today, which is half year check-in. How have we done? Now, uh, TB, I know that uh, I, I seem to recall that you, you had very vague goals at the start of the year. So your half year check-in is going to be vague? It's gonna be vague. vague. It's gonna be no. I have more solid. I have more solid criteria, but I'm still being vague with my goals because um, last year I pushed myself quite a bit, and I was also ill. But I was pushing myself quite a bit to get all my goals done because I had set very rigid goals, and I decided this year, fuck it. Yes. My ceiling's flooding. Fuck it. I'm going out of town. <laughs> <laughs> goals. Fuck it. <laughs> so um. But I set very vague goals. Like, whatever I accomplished was going to be a success. And if I didn't accomplish anything, it was not a failure. It was still a success. So <laughs> I was just really kind to myself this year with goals. I think you have actually achieved quite a lot this year. So so there's probably something in that, right? Yeah, if you kind of take the pressure off yourself, you kind of unlock your brain a bit. Like, stress does something to you psychologically and physically. Like, stress can make you ill. Um, it can make you sad. <laughs> it can it can sh- it can shut down your brain. But when you kind of just say, "All right, we're just going to do the best we can," and whatever you do, you're you're still a fabulous person. You do become less stressed, and things are easier. I know I had issues with the Miracle Girl book, but since I've put it way on the back burner, like I've figured out some of the things that were actually wrong with it, and I know how I want to address it now. I just need to figure out. There's certain steps to address that storyline. So it does help a lot not be so rigid with your expectations of yourself. Yeah, no, very true. And as I was just saying in the intro as well, uh, with with this book that I've just put on the back burner for now, because there's something there's something just not quite right with the plot that I uh, that I just need need a little bit more time to figure out. So I will go back to it because I really like the story and I really like the characters and I liked where it was going, but there was just one thing that was niggling me. So yeah. Yeah, I've had this before where I put a book on the back burner and then, like, I think there was one book I went back to it, like, three years later and it worked out well. So, yeah, sometimes you just need space. Yep. You need space. But, anyways, so my, what is this, the second quarter? So, this is the half year mark? Are we at half year? We're at half year, aren't we? This is the half year check in. My first quarter was quite good. I published three books and it was, like, kind of like boom, boom, boom. Um, the second quarter was a bit quieter on the publication front. I um, released the third box set of Lizzie in ebook and paperback. So that was kind of a slow quarter 
on the publication front compared to the first quarter. But again, we're going back to the whole fuck it philosophy. So I got something out, so fuck it, Ella. I smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> but on the writing front, I did have that little uh, blip with the Miracle Girl book. Um, so that slowed me down a bit, but I still got GLH off to the editor. So that's in the process of being editing. I'm halfway through the co-write with Miranda McLeod. And I'm halfway through the Lizzie book. So I think considering I had about four or five weeks of severe writing resistance, I, I still think I'm in a good situation uh, with that. I have one project with editor and two more to the halfway point. So I, I'm going to count it as a win. It's a win. Okay. On the audio front, I thought I was going to have a quiet audio uh, year, actually, because last year was quite heavy with audio, but um, this year's turning out to be uh, quite heavy with audio as well. I released The Love Project in audio, A Woman Trapped, and the date is uh, currently uh, waiting for the ACX gods to hit the publish button, so three books in the second quarter. Not bad. Pretty good. Pretty good. But do you, do you want to do your writing stuff before I get to the business side of the writing life? Okay, I have in. Uh, I, was, I was just having a look actually at, my, at what I said I was going to do to what I what I actually did. So, I said I plan to write and publish three books this year. Um, Hot London Nights came out in um, January, so that's done, and uh, Big London Dreams is coming out in July. So t I've done two, and I'm still planning on releasing one more. So I'm on course with that. I had planned to get uh, Big London Dreams out a little bit earlier, but it's it's slipped by a couple of months due to um, um, issues so you know but I have uh, got it done and actually with um, you know sort of some family drama running in the background that's pretty good. Audiobooks I plan to publish four uh, this year. Hot London Nights and The Long Weekend are out so I've done two so far. Big London Dreams will be being published definitely. I also said I was going to do Christmas in Mistletoe. Um, I'm still umming and ahhing about that I've got to be honest um, but I will have a think about it. <laughs> um, I've done one back list, you know, in the long weekend, and that actually did pretty well. So I'm just umming and ahhing about doing a Christmas book because they're, you know, very seasonal. Um, I think you did a Christmas book, didn't you? So, but um, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to keep thinking about it. Um, and as for translations, A Taste of Love, as I said, is, is out in German. Um, before you say I do, was meant to be out in Portuguese in June, but it's been pushed to July. So yeah, so I haven't done bad. I haven't done bad. I did also say that I would write three short stories. <laughs> I've just given up on short stories. I don't write them. I'm not going to put them on my schedule anymore. Yeah, I think you I think you nixed that a few weeks ago where you just decided not to do it. Because yeah. when you said you were going to write a short story, I was like, but we had this whole conversation on the podcast where you hate writing them. <laughs> I was like, why does she hate herself this year? Yeah, well, I, I just... was like, let's be super kind to TV. And you're like, fuck it, Claire, sit down and write your short stories. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I've got this sort of uh, mental blank. Uh, there's space in my brain where it comes to short stories. I'm like, yes, I'm going to do some short stories. And then every time I just forget that I I don't write them. I'm not very good at writing short. So, um, yes. So that was my game at the, in January, but not anymore. If you don't do, uh, what's the mistletoe title again? I'm sorry. Christmas in Mistletoe. Christmas in Mistletoe and audio. Are you going to slide another book into that audio? Or are you just going to only do three audios this year? I will do all my new ones, so uh, Big London Dreams will get an audio and the book I'm going to publish later in the year will get an audio as well. So yeah, there will be four still coming out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm fulfilling my pledge, aren't I? Brilliant. Yeah, with the 
audio for Christmas. It's kind of hit or miss. It depends. I mean, that's just the story with Christmas books in general. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's such a short window, and, like, I've found it's easier. It's, I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of like you want to release your holiday book almost early November-ish before everyone gets burned out on holidays. Yeah, definitely. I released mine last year too late. I kind of did it because I was a bit like getting it done, but also... I think the last time I did a holiday book was five years before that and um, I released it at the end of October and I thought that was too early but actually thinking back on it I don't think it was too early I think actually releasing it the last week of October is the best thing to do and then you've got two full months uh, to get sales on it I released it in the last week of November and that was too late yeah because like well it's just that feeling because like the seasons are changing like it starts getting cooler and like you start enjoying like mulled wines and hot chocolate in the evening and it's very Christmassy yeah. But by the time you get to the end of November, you're like, oh, my God, Christmas is almost here. I have to get the house clean. I got to get all the gifts wrapped. And, like, it's just, like, a mad dash yeah. of endurance. It's like the it's like the Iron Man challenge. Yeah. So there you go. You see, we're still learning, still living and learning. Of course, now that we've said this, it's probably going to change in the best day to release a Christmas book. It's on December 24th. <laughs> Everything changes. Anyway, what's your business goals? I have three other categories. I have blogging, newsletter, and networking. Okay. So on the blogging front, I have to be honest, it's been rather hit or miss. And one of the reasons is for it, and this is on the blogging front on my author website, is I just keep fucking forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. I just keep fucking forgetting. I was supposed to blog on my author website. Like, I'll be like, oh, I, I haven't posted a blog yet. It's probably been like a week or two, and I'll go check. And I'm like, six weeks? How did six weeks go by? So, um, yeah, I just keep forgetting. So I'm trying to get better. It's one of those things that's always kind of on the back burner no, no matter what because um, it doesn't drive a lot of sales. It's mostly for, like, your, your super fans who like to know about your life and everything. But, yeah, I just I, – I'm getting old. I'm almost 50. I'm getting old. <laughs> so, so the blogging, hit or miss, but I have blogs. So we're going to count it as a major win because this is the year of fucking – on the newsletter front, I've been consistent on this front with my author newsletter that's been fairly consistent, and I made a slight tweak to the I Heart Lesbic newsletter, which is uh, it's, it's a big-time commitment to do every week the new release newsletter, so I've pared them down, so I'm not doing it every week every out of every month. I take like a week off. Well, it depends on the month, because this past month, when you said you were going to Scotland, I was like, okay, so we have two weeks off from the podcast. That'll be great. But I didn't realize that you timed it so perfectly, not just for the Scottish weather, but I actually had scheduled the two weeks off in IHL, and I forgot about it. It just cosmically knew this is going to be the best thing for TV's yes. mental state. I was thinking of I you. need to go on holiday so TV can repair. <laughs> <laughs> so... And also, I've been working with someone who has been helping me on the back end with iHeartLessFix. So I'm releasing that workload and learning to trust the team. That's another change I've been making on iHeartLessFix. And then on the networking front, networking with fellow authors and networking with readers and everything like that is one of the things I'm quite passionate about, obviously, since I started the whole iHeartLessFix website. That's that's a networking um, avenue. Miranda and I, Miranda is co-running iHeartLessFic now. Um, we're working on a reading event for 2022, hoping to connect readers with uh, more genres and uh, more lesbic subgenres to read. And they'll be like, we haven't com- 
completely ironed out everything what we want to do, but there'll be prizes and sales and stuff like that. So, but we need to get going on it because, as you've so kindly mentioned, uh, half the year is gone. <laughs> so January 1st is going to be here soon. So still networking like I do. Still writing my newsletter and a blog every so often when I remember. Yeah. How about you? So I'm just looking at my uh, my goals. So um, that was my writing publishing goals done. My podcast goals was to carry on doing this show. And we've done that. So well done us. Also to carry on doing my monthly podcast, uh, The Lesbian Book Club. Now this did fall off the radar a little bit because of uh, the family uh, issues that I had to tend to in uh, the spring. I'm back on track with it now. So I, I did uh, a podcast in May. I'll, I'm doing one in this month and I'll be doing one in July as well. So uh, back on track with that. Um, I do still tend to keep doing that. So uh, that those goals tick. Health and well-being. I did say that this has to be top of my list. I have done that. So I've, I've taken to uh, yoga-ring every day. The meditation has uh, fallen a little bit off the radar, but I'm okay with that because I figure that yoga actually is meditation. I do half an hour and I it's all about breathing so uh you know I'm, I'm pretty okay with that my hit and walking routine the walking routine is still going my hit has absolutely stopped because of injuries so um as you said we're both we're both women of a certain age <laughs> and injuries happen more i'm not too down on myself about it i've kept up my walking i'm doing yoga every day so i haven't obviously been doing it since i got back from uh walking because uh, from my holiday because the walking up and down glens and over locks and all that shit was fine tb but you know what bugger bunny up was wheeling my case along the cobbled streets of inverness uh, my case got stuck i twisted one way my case went the other and my knee ow uh, so my knee is currently taped up i can't even do yoga at the moment because i can't do a downward dog without squealing in pain so um uh, I've gone to the physio and <laughs> just getting patched up, but these are just all obstacles sent to try us. We carry on. Uh, and also I said I was going to take regular breaks. Now, I, at the beginning of the year, I had all these high hopes of having trips uh, and it was I knew it was going to be loaded up to the end of the year. So these trips may still happen, they may not, who knows. I didn't get away on my retreat, my writing retreat in January, which I do because we were fully locked down then. But we did have that marvellous two weeks away in Scotland. I'm still very committed to uh, regular breaks. So even if we're not allowed to, to travel on an aeroplane, I will be going somewhere uh, throughout the year. So regular breaks are essential, uh, especially when you're just working at home. So I think, uh, you know, that has been a win. I've also, mental health was a big issue for me. Uh, that was one of my big goals. I think I was more uh, forceful with the mental health front when I was drafting my goals. And I, I lately I've been in a much better place. I've been taking more time off. I've been going for short trips here and there. I've been seeing friends, not on Zoom or Skype or anything. I've been seeing them like in real life. It's been nice to have fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're sort of we're sort of tiptoeing back into normal life, right? So um, yeah, it's 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 something now where I'm like, oh yeah, I should do I should make plans for this weekend because like for a while I was like, oh, I guess I'll just watch a TV series or read a book or something. Now I'm like, wait, I can leave. <laughs> I can go do something. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you another couple. Uh, blogging. I have been stepped this up right up this year, so I'm quite proud and pleased about that. I've been doing at least two blogs a month, so um, and it has definitely driven more traffic to my website. And I think as a result of that, I've sold more books on my 
own web shop so you know that's good and it's just good that people are getting to my website and um, seeing it because it's very pretty if you haven't been to my website have a look so you're doing uh, two a month for your website yeah so you easily have room to do two a month for my website because I just can't remember to do it <laughs> do you want me to do yours as well no problem please please no problem at all um, and the other thing I uh, have this year is um, hilariously I've been shortlisted for two awards so I should I should include that in my in, in my half year roundup right uh, a Goldie and a Midlist Scout award for my German translation of Before You Say I Do so um, that'll all come out in the wash July to September and I think actually I've had um, this is really weird I've had my best ever six months financially having just launched one book in a, and it was a series book and one thing you said recently on a podcast that made me go hmm because you said that you have to space out your Lizzie books because they're in a series and so they don't make you as much money and so if you want to live you have to release standalones I'd never thought about that it's a very clever strategy because <laughs> 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 I was just thinking damn it I've uh, yeah I've just released uh, one series book in January and then one series book in July so um, I'm not anticipating the second half of the year to be as um, lucrative financially as the first half, but it just goes to show that um, sometimes other things come into play apart from your uh, init- your main releases. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's one of the reasons when I made the switch with the Miracle Girl because it got shoved so f- much further down on my production schedule because I needed to get to some now... Lizzie's coming out sooner than I thought. I need to get a standalone or two in between. So, yeah, it's one of those things where a thing you just have to um, take into account when you're creating. I don't know if you create I, each year before the year starts. I sit down and write out a production schedule of what books I want to write and the editing and dates and stuff. So when I make one minor tweak, it affects all of the series. It affects all the books on my production schedule. So I had to spend like a day or two to move stuff around to make sure I could still do everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, obviously, the JJ fans are going to be a bit miffed with me because it's going to be a bit longer than it, than I thought it was going to be. But in the long run, I think they'll appreciate it when I don't just publish a pure shitty book. I think generally that people will, will <laughs> very much appreciate that. Okay, so have you got any, any closing remarks on your uh, first six months, TB? Overall, I am quite pleased with this year. It's one of my better years I've had on all fronts. Even though I dealt with some massive resistance with the JJ story, I was able to ship things around, and I'm on track for a solid year. So I think my whole philosophy of don't put any pressure on yourself because it makes you cry and just really be nice to yourself is working. It's working. I don't want to cry. I'm pleased that you don't want to cry. Uh, Yeah, and similarly, I think this year, um, after everything that happened last year, I... I think I took stock at the beginning of this year because I think the three years before I said that I was going to write four books and I did actually write four books last year I only published three but I think my natural rhythm is three so uh, this year I just said I'm going to publish three and even with all the upheaval I've had with the family drama going on in the background I'm still going to on course to, to do that and so you know I didn't make these lofty goals and that was even before I did I realised that there was going to be a bit of drama uh, in the background so um I'm pretty pleased, you know, I've got to be pleased with how this year is going, with everything, all things considered. And also this year I celebrated seven years as an author, so that was nice. 
I think that was last year or two years ago for me, but I'm really bad at numbers, so I... So there you go. Um, just goes to show that um, I think, really, what we're sort of saying here is uh, just keep going. Just keep plodding on. Just keep um, putting books out, and um, you never know what might happen. What last year taught us was you can't control the outside events. You can only control your uh, mindset. So if things aren't going well, like you had you had the family stuff you had to deal with, I had um, some resistance and stuff, and but we just kind of pivoted and make things work. And we still took care of our mental health because that's the most important, our mental health and your physical health, that's the most important parts of our writing careers, which I don't think a lot of people take into account because they just kind of focus on word count. And it's, you got to stay mentally strong and physically strong. And I hope your knee feels better soon. So do I. I. I'm sorry if I was laughing that you hurt yourself with luggage at the very end. Because <laughs> that, that, this proves that you can't control everything. Like, you, you, you bought all the right shoes and all the gear and you survived all the more dangerous stuff. And then, like, then that happened. It's just kind of karma, I guess. Not karma, because you didn't do anything bad, but it's just kind of weird life shit. <laughs> you know, my career as a professional suitcase wheeler... Uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to compete in the Olympics in suitcase wheeling anytime soon. Uh, the cobbles defeated me. Uh, clearly, I wouldn't be. It would be no good in the in the suitcase uh, hurdling. Oh, the cobblestones though are terrible. I remember um, a friend of ours from Australia was visiting, and he was an older chap. <laughs> One time we were like, okay, so we're going to do a pub crawl. And he's like, can we just stay here? He's like, my knees really hurt because all these fucking cobblestones. <laughs> I was like, sure, we can stay. Yeah. But they get you. They get you in any way they can. They do. Those bastards. I mean, Scotland, it was great, but those fucking cobblestones, eh? Right. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. Do let us know how your uh, year's going so far. Have you hit all your goals? Uh, or have you exceeded them? Or, you know, let us know. We'd love to know. Drop us a comment on the website. Uh, email us, lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com. Facebook us, Twitter us at Les Who Write, and Instagram me. And join us next week when we are going to be all summery. We're going to be have Hawaiian garlands on, and we're going to be talking about our favourite summer reads. Can't wait. Yeah. You know what? You know what it is. Summer. Well, yeah. at least here in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. See you then. In the meantime, take care. Keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. Head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.